Welcome to O's Corner with your host, Onyi. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to O's Corner. I'm your host, Onyi, and as always, I am so grateful to be here, so grateful to be in this life, to be learning everything that I'm learning, experiencing everything that I'm experiencing, and I'm just so appreciative of your presence. Thank you so much for listening in. And before we get started on our topic for today, let us ground, drop in, step into a place of gratitude, of recognizing our connection to everything around us, of greeting everything around us, everything in us. I greet my higher self, I greet your higher selves. I'm grateful that our higher selves made the decision to incarnate into this existence at this time. Thank you. Thank you to our ancestors. I welcome them. They are always here. My individual ancestors, your ancestors, the ancestors of the lands that we occupy, our collective ancestors going back to the beginning of time. Thank you for paving a way for us, for living the lives that you did in the ways that you did so that we can make the choices that we need to make in order to be in alignment with our own destiny, with our preference. And may we pave a way for our children so that they may remember who they are and make the choices that are in alignment with their joy, with their peace, with what they came here to do. I honor the directions. I honor the elements and elementals. I honor the beings in the plant, mineral, and animal kingdoms. I honor everything on this beautiful earth, everything outside of this beautiful earth. I honor life. I honor existence. I'm grateful for this co-creation, this co-reflection, this coexistence. May we all remember that we are reflections of each other. May we see that, may we know that without a shadow of a doubt. And may we heal as we recognize that connection. We are all part of the all that is. Without any one of us, the all that is wouldn't be the all that is. So I'm grateful. Ashe. So today being the third Friday of the month, the topic of focus is on community and just continuing the conversation about different aspects of community, the purpose of community, what we can learn from community, what we can experience through community, what needs to be healed when it comes to community, and the specific thing that I wanted to focus on today was the experience of really expanding our learning, our awareness, our healing when we do so in community. And I've talked before about, you know, community being something that is created based on shared characteristics or a shared location. And, you know, that definitely is still a big part of people's experiences as as humans or other other people's you know other beings and also even if individuals are coming together for the first time and may or may not seemingly be connected based on just you know external or superficial characteristics but people coming together for an event people coming together for a class whether it's a one-time event or an ongoing series, there is still a connection there. You know, in the perspective that I 
have right now that I'm choosing right now is that, you know, nothing is a mistake. Nothing is a mistake. We are all constantly living out agreements that we have made in spirit prior to incarnating in this existence. And even the chance meetings, even the one-time encounters are us playing out agreements that we have made. So to me, it is absolutely no coincidence that you end up in a class with a group of people or a specific event, a retreat, some other crowd situation. In those specific moments, you are being a reflection to individuals, to beings that you have made an agreement with to share that specific moment in time, share that specific location. Location is a property of a thing. Change the location and you change the thing. So the thing that you are being in a specific location with all other individuals, all other beings, human and not, in that location, the reflections are necessary for you to learn something specific, for your DNA to be impacted in a specific way. Our DNA is impacted by everything that we experience. It's constantly shifting and changing. We may not see in a very visible way the impact that something or someone has on our DNA, but absolutely everything makes an imprint. So in those moments when you're with a group of people, you know, specifically a group of people because of the reflectivity, then really consider what it is you are learning, how you are seeing yourself, how you are being yourself in light of that group. And I've had a few encounters, a few events over the last, I would say, two to three weeks, perhaps even a month that I've been reflecting on recently in terms of the impact that being a part of that group had on me. And they've been different in terms of their natures and in terms of their purpose. But just thinking about them has just really made me consider just how powerful it is to do something in a group. You know, I think about my specific tradition, which I speak about often, Ifa, any any African traditions, I would say, any indigenous traditions as well. You know, the importance of the group is so key. This whole idea of just, you know, you being and doing things by yourself. Yes, we come into this existence by ourselves and ultimately our existence is one as solitary individuals, we are having our own experiences, we are having our own perceptions and so forth, but we are absolutely influenced by everything around us. We are relating with everything. We have relationship with everything. We need others in order to be supported. You know, no one pulls themselves up by the bootstraps. Even if you don't have any specific individuals helping you out directly in a way that you can observe, you are absolutely supported by so many people. So it's interesting to really consider that idea. And when you are in a group specifically doing any specific thing, then there is so much that opens up that wouldn't open up if you were by yourself. And I think it has to do with just the multiplicity of the reflections. You know, when you have one other person with you or in front of you, then, you know, that's one set of reflections, you know, you have yourself, obviously, and then you have the other individual. So that is that reflection of the other person. So they are reflecting to you different aspects of yourself. 
then you add another person. So that other person is reflecting to you other aspects of yourself, reflecting to that person aspects of themselves. They're being shifted and changed by that reflection. You're being shifted and changed by that reflection. And as you are all shifting and changing, the new people that you become in every single moment are continuing to interact with the new people of each of you. So it's kind of this crazy, almost like, you know, a mirror within a mirror within a mirror just kind of keeps on going on forever. So think about that when it comes to being in a group of people, whether it's two or more people and the constant reflections that are happening and the reflections upon reflections that each of you is experiencing. It's so multidimensional. And, you know, something that I was thinking about, especially in light of uh, this past weekend when I was facilitating a closing ceremony for an event that was put on by a friend of mine and just I was holding space for this event. I was doing specific specific rituals, specific ceremonies, specific protocols and modalities to hold space for this group of about 12 individuals and just watching what was occurring for them in and of themselves, each individual person as they were having their experience, but also watching and experiencing them experience each other. It was really powerful. And it just was yet again another reminder for me, especially, you know, this was one of the first events that I've done in person. You know, we definitely practice safety precautions and we're COVID compliant. But um, this and actually another experience that I had, I, I actually should correct that. I did have another experience um, outdoors recently, too, where it was, again, kind of a small group healing and just watching and witnessing individuals having their healing experience with each other is so powerful. You know, these are individual experiences, but are happening in a group setting. And, you know, something that was really instilled in me a few years ago when I received my training and also my certification in a modality that I practice called pure bioenergy which is a laying of the hands modality. We are really channeling or we are being a conduit of the life force energy, chi, prana, ashe, all the different words that we want to use for that universal energy, channeling that through us to trigger the individual's own energy within themselves to remind their entire being that it knows what it needs to do in order to bring itself back into balance. You know, that's just a very simple description of what is going on in that type of healing, or I would say any energy healing modality. But one of the things that was really instilled in me by my teacher during part of our training when we were doing group trainings, or training to do group healings, I should say, was that there is so much power in group healings because there is power in the witnessing of someone else's healing. When you witness someone having their own experience, their own healing experience, again, that reflection reminding you as you are watching this person, hearing this person, experiencing this person in all the different ways that you can, whatever that looks like for you, it sends a message to your own being as a reminder 
that you can do this too. Again, we are all reflections of each other, even if on a conscious level, in light of our conditioning, in light of our negative beliefs, in light of indoctrination and so forth, even if on the surface level, we can't look at other people and see ourselves, there is something within us, in my perspective, on a fundamental level, on an energetic level, on a spiritual level, that bypasses the conscious mind that knows that everything outside of us is a reflection of us. It just knows. So in that part of us that knows, when it experiences someone else going through an experience, when it witnesses the shift of another person, it's a, again, reminder, a signal to our being that I can do this too. That person outside of me is me, is a reflection of me. So therefore, not only can I do this too, but really, as they're healing, I'm actually healing. Isn't that a trip? We are all connected. We are all reflections of each other. So any one person's healing is actually a healing of the entire unit. Now, we may or may not, depending on the person's sensitivity levels or their ability to tap into the experience, we may or may not feel it on the same visceral level as a person, although there are those individuals, again, depending on what your specific, quote, gifts are or, you know, the ways in which your specific being taps into energy, there are those individuals who can feel the experiences of other people damn near as if they were the ones having that same experience. You know, they are tapping into that energetic connection that we all have to each other and are able to then again, almost like replicate that specific somatic experience. It's quite fascinating. I myself have had experiences where before someone reached my office for a specific healing session, I started to feel certain physical symptoms. And it kind of struck me as odd, like, "Hmm, why am I feeling this all of a sudden? And then the person arrives and they're describing what's going on for them. And I'm like, ah, it was you because my energy was tapping into their energy field. So I definitely <laughs> recognize that ha- that happens. And it happens to people even more so than, you know, me. Um, but it's just interesting to consider again, when we witness someone else going through a healing experience or any experience, we are remembering ourselves. We are remembering our own capacity to have that experience. We are going through that experience ourselves And also, if we have gone through a certain experience, again, even moving away from healing and looking at potentially negative experiences or experiences that we don't prefer, then it might remind us of those past versions of us that had those experiences. You know, when I think of things like triggers, you know, if we see something and someone has experienced something or we hear about someone's experience of something and then it brings up, you know, something or a memory for us, it's, you know, that idea of a trigger. So it's like it's triggering that past pain or that past trauma. And in the perspective that I choose to have, it's reminding us of past versions of ourselves. And maybe not even reminding us, it's actually bringing up those past versions of ourselves. You know, if 
past, present, future all exist now. Past versions of us still exist, you know, in some dimension, in some way, shape, or form. And if they haven't healed from the trauma they experienced, you know, their energy can still come up, you know. Again, if you choose that perspective to have, that's the perspective that I choose. You know, they can still come up in their unhealed state or still holding on to the trauma and what happens for us is that we as the beings that we are now you know when we feel their energy coming up what we can often do is take them into ourselves as if we are the ones experiencing that trauma versus keeping them as separate beings saying wow okay I see this past version of me I feel this past version of me that hasn't healed from x y and z And I recognize that I'm separate from them, but I can still see that they're here. And I get to act from this place of newness as a new person that I am and to reflect to that past version what it looks like to come from the healed state versus imagining that I'm still that old person. So that's actually a completely separate, (laughs) different topic. But, you know, going back to the idea of just that witnessing when we are in communal healing spaces and how beautiful it is, how beautiful it is and how it completely transforms us and adds another layer to our healing. And I would even say it, it bolsters our healing. You know, some of the healing experiences that people have in groups, they may not have had those same healing experiences by themselves, you know? It's like, again, when someone is experiencing something and we watch that, it's almost like, not even it's almost like, it is us remembering our permission to heal as well. Remembering our permission to express in a certain way. Remembering our permission to not have to experience something specific. Like we're just shown so many different things when we are in group settings. And I would even say, you know, when it's a larger group, you have that many more examples to remind you of so much more permission that you have. It's really fascinating, really, really fascinating. So again, being in this group healing that I was part of and just watching everyone, it was just so incredible to see all the different ways in which they were experiencing each other going through their healing processes and you can kind of see it like a it's like a ping pong effect almost like a falling cascade of dominoes where it's like one right after the other goes because again that energy is moving through everyone so it's like the container that the group has created is so much bigger than the individual container which the individual container is still quite enormous but you put all those individual containers it's almost like the size either gets bigger or it's all one size but it's just really bolstering and just you know really strengthening the size of that container it's really really fascinating the other experience that I had was actually just today when I was in a a zoom call for a series that I'm taking and we were discussing just business plans and business names and ideas for how we could really grow when it comes to our work and just so many different things on a business and logistical level. And what was interesting was 
you know, we each had an opportunity to express out loud for the group, within the group, what, you know, our plans were, what our ideas were. And the facilitator gave us notes and comments based on what she was intuiting and what she was seeing. And then other people had the opportunity to give their comments and their two cents and anything that was triggered within their consciousness as an idea for the person to consider. And then in addition to that, each person is listening to everyone speak, is listening to the facilitator give feedback. They themselves are then getting inspired by some things that they perhaps never thought about, but because they were in this space where they could listen to all of the different ideas and all of the different pieces of advice that were given, that sparked something within them. And I remember, you know, I had my turn. I think I was one of the first people. And so I said what I said and got my feedback. And then as each person, as each person went after me, I was like, ooh, that sounds interesting. Oh, wait, oh my goodness, that sounds interesting too. Oh, that's really cool. That's interesting. Or, oh, you know what? This person is speaking about being curious about something that I've already done. So let me add my two cents in. And so then I add a reflection. And then someone else chimed in after another person went and said, oh, you know, you really inspired me to think about this other thing. And that's really cool. And then another person would say something and someone else would chime in and say, hey, you know, how about you think of doing it this way? Or, hey, here's a name for the thing that you're trying to do, you know, when the person couldn't in the moment come up with a name. So again, it's like you have an expanded pool or pool <laughs> or maybe both pole and pool of creativity, of possibilities, of experiences, of reminders, of just all the things reflections for you to remember who you are, reflections for you to know that you don't have to do things by yourself. All the information is out there. All the information is contained within all of us. We all have different pieces of the puzzle. And so to try to imagine that, you know, us as individuals by ourselves have all the answers is really not is really not putting yourself in a position to tap into the resources that everyone outside of you is there to serve as. We are all resources for each other. Again, we are all reflections of each other. We are all pieces of the puzzle. So you are just one piece of the puzzle. Yes, again, not to say that we are not complete within ourselves. I believe that we are complete within ourselves. You know, we don't have to do anything to make us more complete in the sense of worthiness. I think it's good to make that clear. You know, like we are valuable, we are worthy, we are complete. And having the completeness of other individuals helps us to realize those aspects of us that we may not have seen so clearly or from a different perspective than we are seeing them again, in light of the other person's reflection. So it's like doing this group activity or doing this activity, which could have easily been done one-on-one, you know, definitely people have one-on-one sessions with coaches, you know, strategy planning sessions with individuals, you know, two individuals, 
And that's beautiful and that's great. And that's still the reflections that help you to remember what it is that you know, help you to put together pieces that you may not have considered. And when you have that larger group, it's like, yeah, I think that's the thing. Not everyone has to try so hard to come up with all the material. So think about if you have one person. And so then you as a one person are putting in the energy and the effort to come up with kind of a lot of information. And while you can still do it, you know, you can look outside of you and everything's a reflection of you. So you can grab all the information from outside of you, from inside of you. And that's that. And you're the one kind of doing all the work. I mean, you have your guides and your ancestors and all those things. So that's there. But there's still, you know, a lot of energy that you are expending to collate all this information. Now, add a second person and imagine if we're trying to be very mathematical about it, that you're splitting it perhaps by half. I mean, you could also have a situation where one individual is, you know, putting a little bit more energy into coming up with or coalescing the information. But definitely if there's two individuals and they're contributing and participating in that relating in that moment, then, you know, there is a little bit of a shared energetic input. You you know, you're both coming together and you're kind of co-creating, you're collaborating and you are pulling the pieces together, coalescing them, stringing them together, you know, weaving a web together. At a third person, now you are sharing the responsibility across more people. At a fourth person, so the more individuals you have in this space and intending for the same thing, so you're all bound together by the intention of what you're doing. Because again, if you have multiple people together trying to do all sorts of different things and the the intention is not cohesive, then that might be a hot mess. (laughs) But you can still learn from that hot mess. But you know, but if you have a, a group of individuals, if you have the container that is geared towards something very specific, you know, that is your, that is your, again, your container, that is the male energy. You know, the male energy is holding space. And this is not specific to a male bodied person or a person that identifies as male. We all have male, female energy and the androgynous energy or the energy in between that is neither male nor female or is both male and female, but you know, the male energy holds space for, it's the container for the female energy, which is that, you know, creation, that darkness, that chaos, that, you know, creativity for that to flow. And so, you know, the intention is the container and then all of the ideas and all of the input and all of the perspectives is, to me, that the female energy and it's all swirling in the space. And so now you've all put in and contributed, but the more people you have, you know, the less weight there is on every individual person to input something. So it's you're decreasing the amount of energy and input that you have to individually give, but you're still expanding that pool of information because you have that multiplicity of beings. I I don't know, I felt like I talked in circles there, but it's just so interesting again to consider what occurs in a group, whether it's a group healing, whether it's a group brainstorming session, whether it's some other type of experience where what is making you a group in that moment is the intention under which you came together 
and how the energy flows in order to give each individual person what they need. And as each individual person is having their individual experience, but in the group setting, so it's like you're doing both. You're having your own individual experience, but you're doing so in a way that allows other people to witness it. So they're having their own individual experience of you in the group. So you're all doing this together. And that is so powerful. That is so powerful. So again, when we look at the idea of community and what communities come here to do, whether it's an established community that is a community kind of through and through and will stay a community because there are specific characteristics that make that community what it is, and that's kind of more of a long-term thing versus a temporary thing, a fleeting thing, you know, that's one set of work. That's one, that's one specific experience. That's one specific intention and destiny for a collective, you know, that's ongoing work versus a group of people that come together specifically for a moment in time in a specific location for, you know, even if it's ongoing for a short period of time. So like, oh, okay, a six week course or a month course or year course, you know, there's still a finite amount of time that that specific group of people are coming together the container that that creates and then the input energetically and in other ways of all those individuals, again, the witnessing of everyone's contribution, everyone's experiencing by all members of that group just bolsters and really harnesses the energy and the experience in a way that wouldn't happen as an individual. It definitely would not happen. It's just, yeah, it's just so beautiful. I just keep going back to this event that I was at this weekend, this healing event or this this event where I did a ceremony at the end and did some clearing and holding space for sweetening. And even while I was doing a specific practice with my singing bowls and playing some music, and there were a few people that were singers in the group, And so as I was playing my singing bowls and I was singing, then I would stop singing but continue playing my singing bowls. And then one person would start humming. Then another person would start humming or singing. And then another person, and they were singing along with the bowls. And it was just so magical, so beautiful. And it's like, yeah, me by myself singing with my singing bowls is great and wonderful. And, you know, I'm holding space in the ways that I'm holding space. But when those other voices came in at some point I just I mean I just stopped singing I didn't feel the need to sing all the time it's like wow no I can just actually enjoy the experience of them singing along while I'm playing my singing bowls and it was just so powerful that their voices added to the work that I was doing in terms of holding space you know it was also healing for them in the sense that they were expressing with their voices so whatever that was doing energetically for them as individuals was beautiful but then what it was doing for the group was amazing what it was doing for me was amazing and it just continued to again add to the transformative energy that already was encircling just surrounding this group it was so beautiful and i know it's you know we're in times of quarantine We're in a pandemic, so 
the ability to gather in person unless you are quarantining with individuals may or may not be as possible as it was prior to the pandemic. But if there are ways to do that safely in person in groups, I think that's beautiful. And if not in person in groups, again, if you have access to technology in some way, shape or form, there's a lot of platforms out there, whether it's, you know, any type of video conferencing platform or an audio only platform, then there are different ways for you to to be in community, in a group setting, to have a conversation, to meditate together, to sing together, to do something together. You know, even if you meet physically and are just, you know, (laughs) on the other side of the street, whatever you got to do and all the ways you can do it. Again, if we stay stuck in the idea of like, I can't do it this way, so I'm not going to do it at all, then we miss out on the opportunity to one, exercise our creativity and two, have the experiences that we need to have in order to be more of who we are. And yes, I definitely see that this is also a time where there's a lot of inner work being done and self-reflection where, you know, we are actually benefiting in some ways from, you know, just being in solitude in ways that are healthy for us and just really learning how to appreciate that. And I think that's definitely beautiful work to do and necessary work to do to love yourself and be with yourself and enjoy being with yourself. And there's the power and the beauty of being in community in being in a group setting, in doing things in a group setting, having an individual experience in a group setting, having a collective experience in a group setting. There's just so much power to that. So consider the ways that you can gather in community, whether it's just you and another person or you and two other people. You know, if you're thinking about some idea You're trying to work through a challenge or problem. And if the individuals that you can bring it to are people that are in alignment with you, that have your highest good in mind, or that are neutral at the very least, then, you know, you might be able to have a solution to your problem that you may not have seen yourself and that it required someone else's reflection with the actual solution or them saying something that helped you to come to the conclusion that maybe they didn't specifically say, but something that they did helped unlock something. You know, being in community just allows for so many things, opens the doors to so many possibilities. We are all a crossroad. And so when we have multiple crossroads together, those crossroads create crossroads. You know, the possibilities that one person encompasses within their being and then paired with the possibilities someone else encompasses within their being just creates a whole nother set of possibilities as your energies intertwine, as your energies encounter each other. So it's just possibilities building upon possibilities, building upon possibilities. So consider what is possible for you and what ways can you cultivate and lean on community to really help you. Even if you sit in silence with a group of people, that is still very powerful. And you will receive so much in that experience. In fact, you know what? Try that. (laughs) I just gave y'all an exercise to do. 
get a group of people together virtually or safely in person and just sit in silence. Just sit in silence and see what that does. I think that'd be a really cool thing to do. And perhaps some of you already do it through just, you know, meditation and other things. But even if you just said, hey, you know what? Let's not even call it meditation. Let's just come together and be silent and just see what happens for people. That would be very interesting. Now I think of, again, the tradition that I practice, you know, the concept of Egbe groups and just the emphasis on the fact that human beings are meant to be in community or not meant to be alone. Yes, we have our solitary experiences and yes, we need those moments to be alone, but human beings are meant to be with each other. And then I also think about that Bible verse that I believe says, when two or more are gathered in my name, I am in their midst. And, you know, at least the translation or the interpretation that I give it is, you know, when you have two or more individuals, then spirit, the all that is, the reflectivity of life is made even more apparent because there's only so much self-reflection we can do. You know, we can, yes, self-reflect, but when we have the presence of something else, someone else with us, and the more reflections that we have, it just really helps our consciousness to see the fact of our multiplicity in such a strong way, in a much stronger way than just us by ourselves with ourselves again we are complete we don't need anything or anyone to complete us so it's not even about being with other people to complete ourselves it's about being our complete selves being with others that are complete in and of themselves and us completing the agreement which is to remind each other that we are each other we are one and we have permission to be all that we came here to be and seeing each other's reflections helps us to do that. How beautiful is that? How absolutely beautiful is that? Oh, well, thank you, thank you, thank you to the messages that came through, to the energy of community, of Egbe, of our clubs, our clubs in heaven, our spiritual clubs, our Egbe Orum, our clubs on the earth, our communities on earth, Egbe Aye. Thank you for those messages. May we grow in community. May we love our communities. May we see the entirety of humanity as a community and learn all that we can in all the different ways with joy, with peace, with appreciation. Thank you. Thank you to our higher selves. Thank you to our ancestors. Thank you to the directions. Thank you to the elements and elementals. Thank you to the beings in the plant and mineral and animal kingdoms. Thank you to all the communities across all the different types of beings and energies and spirits and dimensions. Thank you to everything on earth, all of the communities of earth. Thank you to everything outside of earth, all of the communities outside of this earth. Thank you for the community of existence so grateful for the privilege of being alive to be in community with all of you of all of it 
of the all that is. We are all part of the all that is. Without any one of us, the all that is wouldn't be the all that is. Ashe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Until next time. You've been listening to O's Corner with your host, Onyi. Want to know more about Onyi? Log on to onyi.love. That's O-N-Y-I dot love. Thanks for listening.